Peace, misfits. I'd like to start off this brief healing by helping you to relax. For those who are able to, close your eyes for me. This guided meditation will largely focus on those with their eyes closed. However, if you're walking, driving, or otherwise unable to close your eyes, you can still relax while going about your day. Your imagination works whether your eyes are closed or not. So take in what you can now and listen again later when you're able to be still. Now, I'd like for you all to focus on the sounds of the ocean. Imagine you're lying on the beach on a warm summer day with a slight overcast in the sky. There's a welcoming breeze that feels so good against your skin in this heat. Drops of water from the ocean splash onto your skin as the waves crash to shore. What are you seeking to let go in this moment? What energy no longer serves you that dwells within? Let's work on that. Take this moment to inhale deep for me, allowing your belly to fill up. Hold that inhale for me. And now exhale. Let's do this again two more times, each time allowing yourself to let go of energy that's overstayed its welcome within you. And here we go. Inhale deep. And exhale. Allow yourself to be audible. There's no fear in that. Inhale deep again for me. Open your mouth wide, exhale. Good. Now continue on your own for the next two rounds. For those of you who already finished, continue to listen to the sounds of the ocean, allowing your worries to wash away. And now with that complete, we begin to inhale peace and exhale love. We'll inhale peace for ourselves and exhale sending love to others. Let's do two rounds together and then two rounds will be on your own. And we begin. Inhale self-love. Exhale, send that love out. Again, inhale, feeling that peace and self-love. Hold. Exhale, send that love out. Continue the next two rounds on your own.
rest here for a moment. Reflect on how you felt before we began and how you feel now. Be still. Thank you for showing up for yourself today, Misfit Universe. It is greatly appreciated. I hope you're able to get something out of this and also able to let something go. And now, let's get healed. This is The Brief Healing, and I am Sensei Raven Akundayo. I'm Brandon Harris-Williams. So, Misfit Universe, uh, we're going to be tackling two different uh, topics today, both having to do with, um, well, I'm going to say both having to do with film, but no, one's television. Both of them are television, but right. One was supposed to be in theaters until the pandemic was like Amazon Prime. But no, but the Um, other one just feels much more like film. Anyway, that's really why I was stuck. I was like, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're going to be talking about um, Wanderly and Vishon. Um, as well as, <laughs> as well as coming to a Tyler Perry, um, uh, AKA. <laughs> uh, no, but nobody was like abused in this though. Yeah, I was abused. <laughs> I was visually abused. I was. So you didn't. So you didn't enjoy it at all. It's just nothing for you. So. I was in, okay, real. So okay, misfits, we're we're going into coming to America right now. Coming <laughs> coming to America because that made sense to them. But anyway, so yeah. Um, I mean, I consider that I, to be lazier than calling it coming to America too. Honestly, <laughs> that just felt lazy. Like we just put the number two in between, like bitch. <laughs> but if you're I mean, explaining the movie to somebody. Though. There's no way to differentiate it. You're just saying coming to America. I think think that's the issue, yeah, when you're talking about it and then you don't know unless you say like the sequel, the second one, the whatever else. Right. So yeah, like looking at it, I get it. But like saying it, yeah. Absolutely. It's confusing. Like looking directly at it, of course. It's like, okay, I I get what it is you're saying. But yeah, like, ugh, so that's first. So yeah what was the what was the question you asked when we was about to go into it you didn't enjoy any of it you don't like any of there it there we all. go okay i i enjoyed the potential i enjoyed oh, the potential of what, the, <laughs> of what it could have been of what it could have been that was in it yes because normally like which is okay sorry to cut you off though but like oh, normally this is a movie, it was a lot of comedians in this movie yeah so like normally when you get a lot of comedians it tends to be a lot more laughs. I feel like you normally have to tell them to kind of like taper it down, not do too much. Like I think most recent example, probably like top five, the Chris Rock movie. Mm-hmm. And then he goes visits like all the comedians that are his family or whatever in the movie. But you can tell that whole scene was probably obviously a lot longer. They just right. had to cut it to still fit into this movie. I got none of that feeling in this. No. <laughs> I didn't get no. any, there was no improvisation. There was no, we're gonna have fun. There was no, let's, let's tell some jokes. Not even, Yes. I, I just, no. Yes. Every everything felt like it had 20 to 30 minutes cut from it, meaning every relationship. I needed to see more of um well, what is that man's name? The one who was in the car accident with the Walmart truck. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan and Arsenio Hall's relationship. Arsenio Hall as a character seemed like he was drastically cut back. Like drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally had a problem 
slightly skipping the subject, still staying on the movie, but going to a different area of the movie. I had a problem with the posters because when I was looking at the posters, I was like, why is every single woman has a smaller uh, picture compared to all the men? Like, I, and, I don't remember. My thing was, is that, okay, if you're going by the theme of the movie, find some other clever way to say that, like mention it on the poster or some shit. But the fact that at Leslie Jones had a bigger picture than the woman who plays Eddie Murphy's wife. I'm like, if we're going by notoriety, then I get that. But if we're going by the characters in the movie, there's no reason why she should be smaller than, um, what, I forgot her name that fast. Leslie Jones, there we go. Jesus. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like, why is it all of the women are smaller than the men? So that was the first thing. Then the next thing is, is that as far as building the storylines, the son had something really good working for him. And I feel like they just didn't decide to go any further with that. Like they, they didn't want to go deeper. Um, mm -hmm. Eddie, Eddie Murphy's character in the first movie, you clearly were able to see a journey that his character went on. Yeah. It felt like his son's story, which to me, you would assume was supposed to be the, the main story, seemed like it was almost one, one a side storyline to everything yes. else that was going on. To me, and this I is think, what I was saying to one of my coworkers today, I feel like his name was Lavelle. In the movie, uh, Lavelle. yeah. Lavelle, and I can't remember the oldest daughter's name, but I feel like the mm -hmm. two of them should have had parallel storylines running at the same time. They had the important storylines. Mm -hmm. Everybody else was minor compared to what they had going on. But because it mm -hmm. felt like, and it was so funny. I think I've told you about Grace Randolph. Grace made a really good point that I didn't think about until just now. Grace said that coming to America felt like an a Adam Sandler movie. And she says she means that in the sense that Adam Sandler makes movies where he tries to get all his buddies to join <laughs> in a movie with him. And it's all about mm -hmm. him and his buddies having scenes together. And yeah. that's what this movie felt like. It felt like he was like, I get that we're supposed to be telling a story, but let's see how many comedians we can get into every scene to have exactly. two lines. Mm -mm. Yeah, I think for me, it was just overstuffed. And not even with like all of the the cast or whatever, but it was like, like you're saying, like none of the stories got enough time or almost was too overstuffed. Cause it's like, okay, you finally have a son, but then it's like, okay, him trying to decide to come here and not be there could have been its own thing. Then you have, you know, the the other country coming in, trying to like take over, start a war. You need to find an heir. Your dad is dying. There's an issue with your daughter. Like this is a lot happening. And we're yes. not following enough of those threads. Like you said, yet like the son pretty much was like, okay, my dad's in Africa, I'm leaving. Like yes. there was no thought about it. There was no conversation. Yes. There was no yes. delay. Like, this is okay, gotta go. And my it's like, thing why? Is, is, is are we gonna go get a blood like are we gonna get a test to make sure you are my father like i'm just supposed to take go off of the fact that she's like hmm i can see a resemblance because you both took your turn to chins your chins up at the same time that means that he's clearly your father like no she's, like, she's the only one who she who she remembers him playing that game she said at the club he's on with that tie game so it's gotta be, it's gotta be. <laughs> but, but the then one of my biggest issues was why is it that you all keep going back to the old movie I was sitting there and I was like, how many films do you know that they are literally showing you clips from the film that came before it? Like straight up, they're showing you actual clips. The thing that bothered me is that I was like, I feel like you all are so determined 
to make sure that people understand and enjoy the first movie, that you're completely forgoing the second one altogether. Mm -hmm. And I told you, uh, did I tell you this? I think I may have told you this in a text message. I was trying not to say too much yeah. um, about this or WandaVision. I almost said Wanda Lee, you just got me into that. But um, <laughs> so, so this is a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, because I have to say this. When In Vogue and salt and Pepper came out, I literally checked out of the movie. Like Devin can tell you my whole, I've actually never watched a movie where my face stuck in a stink face for a whole scene. I was looking like there was no purpose in it. None. I already None. felt like the whole storyline with James Earl Jones wanting it to be like a concert, a big celebration for him while he was still alive was crazy. But I was like, okay, fine. For humor and comedy, yeah. fine. But no reason. None. Even though I didn't care for what they had Gladys Knight do, even she, I, by, oh. her, by herself, I would have been like, okay, I'll see y'all try to shoehorn her quickly singing this. But Salt and Pepper and In Vogue? I was like, this, is it because you filmed this on Tyler Perry's lot? Did, did the essence of him just seep into the movie? I don't understand. Just well, no, because the Marvel movies don't have this issue. Some of those film on his lot, Touché. don't they? Touche. Yeah, because didn't they do Wakanda on his lot? So, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Listen, Ryan Coogler wasn't having it. <laughs> Ryan Coogler was like, listen, step and fetch it. It's not happening here now. Okay, wow. We're just going to slide on. We're going to move on. So, because you don't want us to be here long tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, no, I think, but I'm also, were you a big fan of the original? Because I'll be honest, I really am not a huge fan of the first one either. Okay. And I think, I, 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 I enjoyed it. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but I but I think though, because I saw it so late, I was like maybe already 20 or whatever. And I think it's one of those things that's like, it's been hyped your oh, whole life. Yeah. So when you see it, you want to, you know, and it's like, not to say it, maybe it was not groundbreaking 30 years ago. I think comedy and everything else probably is advanced. Everything else is kind of like, okay, this is it's cute for what it is, you know? Right. But yeah. So I think when I heard about the second one, I wasn't too like, whatever but then i saw all these people saying it's bad it's good whatever i'm like okay i'm not doing nothing else let me turn it on and wow right. i'm glad i'm at home right because had i paid for that i would have been mad i um the 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 angel on my left shoulder is is making me say this um i want to say because i feel like okay. i need to always clarify this i respect and appreciate tyler perry's business acumen i do I appreciate that he makes sure that he uh, finds jobs or creates jobs for people of color. I absolutely do. I am not a fan of what he does <laughs> once it's time to get them working. I am not. And I find no shame in saying that. But I never want anybody to listen to the podcast and think that I don't appreciate that he's done a lot for the community. He has. Mm -hmm. With that being said, I believe he makes a lot of coon films. That's all. And, and I feel like, I feel like where, as Ryan Coogler probably locked him out of the lot so that he couldn't get on there and spread his essence, I feel like they allowed Tyler Perry to sit in a few chairs on the set of Coming to America. <sighs> Maybe he came in there in his Medea dress or something like that and, you know, danced in the background with some of those little scenes and they were like, oh, okay, well, you know, coon, coon, coon. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, all right then. So, 
leaving, coming to America and going over to WandaVision. Come on. Yes, because this is the brief feeling. You better keep me on track. <laughs> the fin- this was the finale, nine yes. episodes. I hate an odd episode number. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. but although I don't know if I, well, I guess there's plenty they still could have done with an additional episode, but like another one, like before this at some point. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But, absolutely. But I, I guess too, it's just really was just to set up the movie, which I mean, I think that's nice to set up because this really is the gap of letting us know where she is yeah. before we go into the next movie. But also, like, tell a well, I mean, it did, but you know, I guess tell maybe more of its own individual story outside of that as well, you know? So, this is the thing. So, I found out that Kevin Feige shared with the uh, what is the 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 who was it? He was on a call, some type of call, I think it may have been with the, the investors. And he shared with them that none of which kind of which almost makes you not want to watch any more of them, but then you're like, but WandaVision was good, so it's worth still looking. None of the TV shows will ever have anything large enough in it to truly impact the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He said that. So he was like, you can watch every movie that comes out after WandaVision, and you won't need to see any, any of the shows on Disney Plus in order to be able to enjoy the movies. And there's a part of me that's kind of like, it feels, one, I can't completely agree with that. Like, I hear what he's saying, but if your last time seeing Wanda was on the battlefield of Endgame, if you see her now, it's not the same Wanda that you saw on Endgame. Yeah, you'll be be confused. Yeah, the movie's not going to spend time explaining it, I'm sure. But I think I'm confused about him saying that because I remember when, you know, they announced they were doing shows on Disney Plus, it was very clear that these shows will now be integral yep. into the MCU. So you need to be watching them. And I was kind of like, so initially I was like, okay, that's doing a lot. How many shows we really don't have? Like, <laughs> it's already a lot of movies. Like, wait a minute. But then, but now I see that they all will be a limited series kind of a thing that makes right. more sense. But then why did you backtrack? <laughs> but And I think he backtracked because of what you just said. Like, you were able to put the pieces together. And you were like, oh, these are going to be limited series. It's not like you're trying to get me to be on some great yeah. anatomy type stuff. However, I think enough people said what you initially said and didn't think what you thought yeah. afterwards. I think they're still like, I'm not trying to look at all that. And so because of that, he's like, oh, well, let me temper this down and let them know that they're not as connected as you think they are. It's fine. But I still think you can at least... As, I mean, I mean, maybe if they're all, all spaced out or whatever else as well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not even a pro streamer at this point because it's too many. Right. But since you're already there, like, why not sprinkle out these shows? I mean, because you plan the movies out years yeah. in advance. So if we're just going to do a little mini series, you can do it. I agree. But all that say, so yes, it was the finale. Did you overall, did you enjoy the, or, well, the finale and the overall season, I guess? Yes, I enjoyed the overall season. I did. Um, I there are some things that, and by the way, Misfits, if y'all didn't realize, this is going to be spoilers for sure. Um, <laughs> but I, I would have liked. I don't think that they gave enough. Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to put this. Have you seen Iron Man three yet? Have you? Have you got? Have you no, made it to that's that point? Fine. Okay. That's the that's literally the next one, but it's fine. So <laughs> well no, because I don't want to give it away. I want you, especially if it's the next one. I'll say that there is a character in the movie okay. that was supposed to be a whole lot more than what they ended up being. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that it's very much in the same vein as who who they're calling 
Fietro, <laughs> as in fake Fietro. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's very much in the vein of that, and I'll just leave it there. Um, okay. And it's been compared to it, and it's pissed mm -hmm. off just as many people, because it's like a lot of people assumed it wasn't Pietro, but then they realized it had to have been this person, this person, this person. And when it ended mm -hmm. up just being that guy, it's like that was an entire waste of a storyline, you know? Especially when you find out that Agatha, when she was saying Ralph, Ralph, my husband Ralph, she was talking about him. I'm like, that is yeah. some BS, you know? So in some think, instances, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think what upsets me the most and probably the fans as well is like, it's the casting. The casting is what was so intentional about it, mm -hmm. which is the annoying part to me. Cause like, that didn't even mean anything. So yeah, I was yes. thinking about this thing for episodes on end and his casting is literally just so you can make us do this. like. So that's not even something that's like written now, you know what I'm saying? Like that, so that's not even allowing the story to do the storytelling. <laughs> I want you to keep that same energy for Cap for Iron Man. I'm sorry, not Captain America, Iron Man. When you watch Iron Man three, that same energy you had just now, I want you like literally the same level. Come with that fire, because. Oh, <laughs> Oh boy, no, when we left that theater, when we, Marvel caught it. Like, I don't know if Kevin Feige has ever regretted something as much as he did. <laughs> Making that Now movie. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> oh, we were heated, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I completely agree with you. Cause in, in my mind, I'm like, why was it necessary? You have very mm -hmm. loyal fans, you know? And then you do this kind of stuff. If it wasn't for the fact that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is something that people love so much, these are good ways for you to get rid of people. Because yeah. you don't play with people like that, you know? You don't. I think that's the thing, too, because we are all already know at some point X-Men is going to be in the MCU. Now, right. it might be damn Phase 6, the way Kevin plans. <laughs> right. but you know what I'm saying? Like, they're coming at some... Which, I mean, but I get that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're probably already in planning stages other things. Yeah. I get business, whatever, cool. But at the same time, it's like, don't tease us in this way. Right, <laughs> right. You That's can say, I mean, not on, this might not go over too much better, but say Magneto was mentioning his name without yes. seeing him. That, that's fair. Like, <laughs> like, mention the school of the gifted, but we don't gotta, you know, go Ooh, over it or nothing. Right, that's, that's fine. Have to go right. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. Because it's like, right now, until we're able to get to a point where they can have their own movies, it's okay to kind of sprinkle them throughout places, you know? Yeah. And with us going into the multiverse, it would make sense for him to have been there, you know? In my yeah. mind, I was like, okay, they're going to clearly realize that they shouldn't go in a specific direction. So we'll find out that, no, actually, it was always him. He was just under mind control from Agatha, you know? Mm -hmm. Um but I'm like, when we found that out, I was like, y'all are playing around. <laughs> like, that, exactly. that whole scene, also, also, I can say that I feel as though um, Monica deserved more mm -hmm. than that. Quite a few people deserved more in that last episode. Monica deserved a lot more. Darcy literally crashed into him and that was it. And was that gone. Was I, I said, wait, because even, I mean, I know they didn't make a joke about it, but it's like, no, y'all really forgot about her. Right, y'all said the episode needs to go off, like, <laughs> like. But I think I also want to say maybe, and this just might be like, I want to see more of Monica just in general, because I felt like we were. It got to a point where it was really just like the story in the hex. Once we realized that there was an issue, whatever going on, right. we kind of forgot about the people outside, like mm -hmm. 
we might see one scene of them or whatever else, but it wasn't as, um, I guess, parallel concurrent, you know what I'm saying, as it should have been, I felt, at that point. Right. Yeah. Damn. The, the, I don't, like, I, I was picking out the parts that I really enjoyed. I loved seeing the brothers, um, her sons. I loved seeing mm -hmm. them fight against Sword. I thought that was awesome. Uh, I appreciated how, you know, they, they put little uh, breadcrumbs for us to be able to remember <clears throat> when Agatha was down in her little lair and she was talking about the, I forgot what the things are called, the little things on the walls. Um, the rooms. She had mentioned The rooms, yeah. The rooms, yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. when she was talking about that, and then you end up seeing, because I knew something was up. And I was like, I wonder if anybody else caught that initially. Like when you're watching it, when yeah. they're in the sky fighting, and when Wanda yeah, is watching her it, powers at it's her. It's very clear. Yes, yeah. because, see, for me, I read Agatha's face. And I was like, I wonder if anybody's catching her face, because she was making faces at the fact that she was clearly throwing it past her. And that's what made me like, hmm. Because I knew she was throwing them past her, and I was like, okay, well, that's weird. But once yeah. Agatha made the face, like, why are you clearly not trying to hit me? That's when I knew something was going on. So when yeah. the ruins came up, I was like, smart. Like, that that's how the whole episode should have been. The whole episode should yeah. have been where we could look at you and be like, smart. There was nothing smart about Pietro. <laughs> that was the polar opposite of smart. <laughs> like... The literal opposite of what smart is, is what y'all did with that. You cannot. But no, but for the most part, though, I definitely enjoy it. And also the whole season. I think it was really good, though, to, again, just deal with her. Just, I think, like, the human aspects of the superheroes, that's what always interests me the most. It's like, this is some real stuff. You've lost this love, and, you know, we've seen you. Close to, I forgot that she was one of the people vanished. Mm -hmm. like snapped or whatever I had completely forgotten that and so I was like because I was like I think I was texting you about it or you know, I was like okay it's been like five years like sis is still you know you like, say. I was like oh wait <laughs> I got it I got it now but no and I think just even I appreciate them for normally for the most part like maybe I think you actually fans. said that on the last episode of the podcast yeah because I, so. <laughs> I think we talked about it and then I also said it as well I think so yeah but anyways um <laughs> All that to say, what was I gonna say, Lord. But me even not being like a comic book person myself though, I think they do a really good job normally of like telling a good story and you still being grossed and engaged. And even then like we're saying that's this further world building with the TV shows. I um I really enjoyed it all the way through, honestly. I yeah. think, I don't know, probably one is maybe the mystery should have played out a little bit better or been like clear maybe in some points. I can't even yeah. exactly pinpoint because I feel like it's too much of a setup for the movie versus still its own, enough of its own thing, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. So. Well, um, it, it did so like, well that they, mm -hmm. they said that there are whispers that um, Feige is thinking of making a second season, um, which could be completely possible according to, you know, when you decide that you're going to put it up. It's absolutely possible to be able to move forward with that. Um, yeah. But my, my thing is, is that now exactly. everyone is waiting to see how it's going to connect with everything else. So yeah. we have um, Spider-Man No Way Home. And then we have uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And then that's supposed to tie in with like, it's so many different things that are going on. And, you know, like I think mm -hmm. I told you, it's parallel things that are going on. So it's like the magical side and then the space side. 
So it's like, while we have that going on with Wanda, Monica is going to be on the other side with Secret Invasion and Captain Marvel 2 and all that stuff. Um, so, mm -hmm. which is interesting because in my mind, I'm like, if you have space and or science and magic going on at the same time, where does Falcon and the Winter Soldier fit in? Because they're they're neither, honestly, but yeah. they would fit more on the science and space side than they would on the magic side. Yeah, but that's interesting. Yeah, because I mean, I think like this is good if this is like the quote unquote gap series. Mm -hmm. But if the other ones, because I mean, I know the Loki one is just the uh, Loki's going to tie into, or it is tying. Um, yeah, that's tied well. into the multiverse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I mean, I knew he, that's what he was doing, but I didn't know if they we plan to see him again. You know. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense then. So yeah, I don't know where this one goes. Right. Unless it's maybe for the, but they're also starting to introduce some newer characters as well, though, aren't they? So maybe mm -hmm. they'll be in those. Well, some like, okay, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, uh, Kamala Khan, she's going to be with Captain Marvel and Monica. So all of them are going to be in, you know, but she's also going to have her own Disney Plus show. Mm -hmm. So her Disney Plus show is going to tie into Captain Marvel too. So it's like, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. <laughs> maybe they'll be, I don't know then. Right? But but that to, to me that gives even more reason to want to watch their show because it's like with us not really knowing where they fit in, it kind of makes it more interesting to see them. So. <laughs> yeah, now I'm really yeah I'm really thinking about it. I don't know. Right. Um, but you know the the good thing is is that we literally only have <laughs> one week in between. So this weekend yeah. this weekend coming up will be the only weekend we have free to breathe from Disney Plus <laughs> and Marvel before well well Falcon what Falcon and Winter Soldier premieres and I'm looking forward <laughs> to that it's it's only six episodes but at least we get an hour so six, well amen six sounds like it's disrespectful but yes because <laughs> it's, it's too much TV now that's part of it as well it's part of it as well but hey. A mess. They said, all right, if y'all can get, what is it, eight, nine episodes of Queen Sugar and it can make sense, you can take six from us and you'll be all right. But we don't, it'd be more of that though. It'd be more of them. Even though, well, no, I don't even need to get into that. I don't even need to get into that. That'll be a different episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that'll be a different episode. I'm going to talk about Ava tonight. I don't need to do that. Well, thank you, Misfits. We hope that you've enjoyed this brief healing uh, as we make our exit out of celebrating all that is WandaVision. We want you to listen to a song that ended up being a hit that none of us expected. And I'm sure that the creators didn't expect for it to be a hit either. This is Agatha All Along, and we will see you guys next time. Namaste. Sparky too.